Welcome to the Unnamed Adventures Podcast, episode 19, 19. and we have our first in-person guest, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're sitting here at um, uh, one of Jessica's friend's cabins. He was nice enough to let us stay for the weekend, and we are in Gatlinburg, um, Tennessee. Yes. And we met Jessica at the Nana Halen. Nana Halen. Nana Hala. Outdoor Center, which is actually a really cool store. It has tons of outdoor gear, and um, it was actually kind of very fancy. I was impressed. I bought a sticker. I really liked it. But it's right by the Smoky Mountains. Like you drive, We actually drove from Franklin, um, North Carolina this morning um, to Gatlinburg, and it was like an hour and a half drive through the Smokies, and we kept on being like, oh, we want to stop here. Oh, we want to stop here. So now we got to go back um, uh, since the cabin is just not very far um, out of town that we can actually go and, and, uh, do some hiking and look at waterfalls. And... Yeah. So how did we get in touch with Jessica to backtrack a little bit? Yeah. So we met, Je- well, I met Jessica. Uh, I had done a post on Facebook about, um, I think it was one of a, oh, it was our picture, I think of, Hey, we're going to go do a through hike and, you know, quitting our jobs and blah, blah, blah. And then she commented, Oh, congratulations. So excited for you guys. And, uh, well, you can tell why you commented if you'd like. Well, I just said if you're coming through the Smokies, you know, uh, they're a group of friends and I, we like to do a lot of trail magic for through hikers coming through. And if you needed anything, just to let me know. Yeah. And then we actually ended up talking because a lot of people had said, oh, if you're in this area or if you're in that area. Well, she was like one of the only people I knew where the area was because <laughs> that was one of the areas I was worried about um, because, you know, leaving Sammy alone for that right. long and then carrying that much food and it's a really hard hike and now driving through it, um, it looks like an extremely hard hike. It is hard. I've yeah. Been. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we actually ended up emailing and um, deciding that we ended up sending, I uh, I think it was nine days worth of food for us mm-hmm. and then like 10 or 11 for Sammy just in case there was extra days or whatever um send it to your house and which we now have back with us because we didn't end up doing the Smokies um but we figured we'd take the advantage of um you know her being a local and um talking about some of the trail magic that she does with her and her friends and then also she was telling us some really interesting stories about the Smokies and the fire that happened a couple of years ago and about Dolly World and so I was like well other people want to hear this we gotta we gotta include this in the podcast so yeah we just thought we'd kind of talk a little bit about that so jessica what is trail magic to you trail magic to me is doing something for other people um you know who are trying to do something big you know achieve a dream and it's actually my dream i hope to three hike in a couple years um but doing it and not expecting anything in return i guess i grew up um you know, with a family that was very generous and did a lot for other people. I was just raised, you know, life's hard enough and it's easier when you just help people out. You know, we help each other and, you know, so it's just something we like to do. And I love, I love doing it because I like meeting different people. I've met so many interesting hikers already this year. Um, and I'm sad that the bubble's almost through <laughs> and it's over. Um, but I just, I do it mainly for the people. It's just, it's so much fun. And just the, the friendships that I've made and the people and, you know, and they're from all over. They're not just from here because, you know, I live here and, and I know I know all about here and the people here, but just hearing the stories from the people who come through every year, it's just, it's fascinating to me. 
So what got you into trail magic? And um, how long have you been doing it for? I actually, it started probably three years ago. Um, I had a friend, another friend that I actually met on the Appalachian Trail Women's Group. Um, we had been friends before she even decided she was through hiking. She's just one of those people that we got to talking and we're like, oh my gosh, I could just be your best friend if we live close together. <laughs> and then, um, and that was probably about a year before she decided and she... Um, text me and she's like guess what I'm gonna through hike and I'm like well you know I'm gonna hook you up when you come to the Smokies and uh, sure enough when she came through she didn't come alone she's like I've got three other women or two other women with me I'm like oh my gosh okay so um, I got some other friends and I'm like you know what I really want to help them I want them to come through I want them to leave here thinking man the Smokies were my favorite part of this through hike so um, I just put the call out to some of my friends and I had a friend say I've got a place they can stay I'm like, sweet. And they actually got the slack pack a couple of days through the Smokies. Um, some other friends helped them out now with that. Now, for those who don't know what that is. Slack packing um, means you don't hike with a full pack. They they had a couple of days where they didn't have to. Um, it was just one day. They hiked from Newfound Gap down to, or from Clemens Dome down to Newfound Gap, which is about eight miles. And they did that without their heavy packs they were oh, able to wow. do that and just you know like just a couple regular. hours <laughs> and they're like this is awesome um because the smokies are pretty hard and um just for them to be able to have that little sense of freedom <laughs> that's how they described right. it was freedom um was interesting yeah because i've never experienced slap pack you know like that. i'm a backpacker but you know I'm, I'm not out for weeks at a time it's just days mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't ever get to slap pat but just seeing them they're excited when they found out they could slap i'm just even walking back from dinner last night you know we're walking up a hill i'm like this is easy like <laughs> yeah you know i'm like without this pack on my back this is like this is nice it's luxury absolutely <laughs> yeah so um you said you do trail magic with a group of people so there's a group of you that there yeah. there is um it actually just kind of started this year it's been me and then uh, my friend tom who actually owns this cabin hey tom i hope you listen but anyway <laughs> thank you, tom. Um, thank you. <laughs> he um like he's he lives elsewhere through the week doing his regular job thing and then he comes here on the weekends sometimes um and you know hangs out and He's just really great. I can call him and say, hey, I've got, I know these people. Can they stay at your house for a while? I know you don't know them, but and he, he's never told me no. Oh, that's ever. Nice. He's, got a, he's got a huge heart. Um, I think he loves doing this just as much as I do. Um, and it just started with him, you know, helping with this. And then um, last year, I actually got to um, bring several hikers down from the mountain and pick them up and take them back up. And... Um, here, we just don't have a lot of, there's, Gallenberg is not really catered toward through hiker, even though it's, you know, the AT runs right through here. Um, it's more of a tourist town, so everything's kind of high dollar. Um, and a lot of the shuttle services aren't really hiker friendly. They, it can be anywhere from 100 to $80 just to come down the mountain. Wow. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, that is absolutely ridiculous because I can do that and that for nothing. And so that's just what it started with, was just me going up. And I'm like, you know what? This is getting bigger than me because there are so many hikers. And I, it's just me and my little old car, and I need some others. So I actually put the call out this year and in the spring, and I had so many people, like, say, I want to do this. I don't know how. Can you show me? And I'm like, it's so easy. You just go up there and, like, you need a ride. 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, basically. But um, so we started a group on Facebook. It's actually called Smoky Mountain Trail Love. Um, And it's a closed group. And I want to do that just because I want it to be a safe place. Eventually, and some some AT hikers have actually joined the group. But where they can come and, you know, it's not where they can say, you know, I need a ride or can you help me with this? And that way it's not completely out on the internet and people don't know where they're at because <laughs> yeah. um, I wanted to be kind of a safe place as well. Um, but I have about 60 members, six, maybe more than that right now. Um, and I've had people donate money um, this year and it's been awesome. We've been able to um, put up some through hikers like paper hotel room for the night. We've been able to um, buy meals uh, a couple of weeks ago. I met some brothers and they were, you know, they've, they've got a budget. They're really young and they, they're like, we don't get to go into town a whole lot, you know. And I'm like, you know what? I got your meal. So I can do that because of the people that donated. Oh, um, and so that's great. And we don't want to do this for money. I brought down a guy today, and he's like, well, let me give you some money. I'm like, no, that defeats the whole purpose of why I want to do this. Because, you know, you're living your dream, and, you know, we want to light, lighten that load as they're coming through. Because by the time they get to the Smokies, they've hiked 200 miles, and that haul up to Queenman's Dome is not fun. <laughs> so they're like... I just want to rest. I just want to get, you know, somewhere and feel full and warm Put together again. and dry. <laughs> and so we want to do that for as many as we can. And so we've helped about 20 hikers so far this year. So that's awesome. Oh, wow. Well, we received a little bit of trail magic. We were on the trail and I'll tell you what, it in made a us. world. Yeah. In addition. And it just made a world of difference, especially when you're not expecting anything yeah. and you're like, Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll take a ride. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. thank you so much. And it, it, you know, that's, you know, being from the Midwest, no one knows what trail magic is or what the concept is. And it's just like, well, why would somebody just do that for nothing? You know, that's just a foreign it, concept. It and is. It's, and today, and in my, in my everyday life, like in driving through the city, you know, my town, if I see somebody walking, I'm not apt to just pull over and say, hey, do you need a ride? But I was coming through Gallenberg today, and I see three people with these big packs, and, you know, they look stressed. And <laughs> I turn my car around, and I'm like, hey, y'all going up to the mount- up the mountain? And they're like, yeah, you need a ride? They're like, oh, my gosh, thank you. But I would not do that. <laughs> Am I no- or, yeah. But there's just something about the hiking community, and, you know, they're the greatest people. And so some of the most interesting people I've met. Yeah. Do you have any funny stories or like of the three years that you've done this, oh any bit that stands out that you're like, that was an experience or funny or anything like that? Oh, I don't know. Well, there have been. I actually picked up a guy last year. Um, well, let me take this back. Last year, I actually helped a lady I, that I had met off the Appalachian Trail Women's Group. That apparently is my place to pick up yeah. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but again, I met her and, um, she was hiking with another lady and they were kind of struggling, you know, with the trail. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, again, I called out to Tom, Tom, and he's like, sure, they can stay. Um, and I went to pick them up and, um, they stayed here for the weekend and that we were having, we had like a big dinner in Gatlinburg with them and some of my other friends and, they had actually gone to the grocery store, and I thought I was going to meet them, but I wasn't. And they weren't there. <laughs> and so I get there, I'm like, where are they at? And they had already gone, which I did not know. But I see these other hikers there, and I'm like, again, I just thought they looked like they need a ride. So I'm like, <laughs> do you all need a ride? And 
I think I scared them because they were like, why are you asking me that? You know, because <laughs> they were a pretty good distance, you know, because you've been to the food city. It's yeah. not, it's not close to the trail yeah. at all. So they were like, why are you asking if we need a ride? You know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm a safe person. So they were like really, really hesitant and yeah. they were just like, oh, so I picked them up and they actually ended up being friends of the ladies that I had picked up. So I'm like, they can tell you I'm good people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we were coming back up the mountain and, you, you drove down that mountain today and there was a dude actually trying to walk up. He couldn't get a ride up. He had a hard time finding a ride. So he thought he was going to hike for 20 miles up. Ooh. He thought maybe eventually somebody will pick me up. And we did. Yeah. But, but he that was probably the funniest thing is those girls were just like, they acted like I was a pedophile or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why are you giving me a ride? <laughs> But yeah, I've just met so I've just met some really interesting. Everybody's just so not. Everybody's got a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what I, the reason that they're out on the trail. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just everybody has a reason. I met a man last week. Um, his name, his trail name is missing person, and he threw hiked in '93, and he just did the PCT last year, but he section hiked in the AT, the AT again, and he was actually getting off in Davenport Gap but we had the most just fascinating conversation coming down the mountain and you know he's like the reason I'm missing person is because you know when you come out on the trail you kind of lose who you are which is really the fake you and you become more of the real you out here and he's you know I thought he was just so yeah. deep yeah and I was like wow but he was just he was that was probably the most fascinating conversation I've ever had with wow. anybody and just how much he loves being out in the, in the woods yeah yeah for, that's cool it really does allow you to just kind of be yourself out there i mean we didn't shower for a good couple days and for like, no did the smell eight days. Okay, <laughs> not a couple eight the, the smell didn't bother me or anything like that or anything like that it was just more that less no the, on the eighth day he said yep yeah, yep nope now i can start smelling myself i'm like yeah. <laughs> Put my pack on, you know, like, oh, yeah, probably deodorant would be a good idea at some point in time. Yeah, but deodorant's really not useful at that yeah. point. Well, oh, no. Yeah, no, and then it's... we didn't want to attract the bears because, you like, even, like, the natural smell, like the peppermint and mm-hmm. all these things is like, no, 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 I don't want to have any reason to entice the bears to come check out my tent. So you really smell fresh, very al naturel. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you were telling us some really interesting stories about the history of this area um, in, in regards to the fires that were a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um, I told her our huge audience that we have listening is probably from our area in the Midwest. And so that <laughs> they'd actually probably be really interested to hear some of this um, and just kind of what you were sharing with yeah. us about what happened. So a couple of years ago, it was um, in November of 2016. So it'll be three years this coming um, November. Um that year we had a really bad drought. Um, I'm 44 years old and I have never gone as long without rain as we did that year. It was a hundred and I don't know, maybe 60 days. It may not have been that long, but it was like a, it was, a, I know at least over 140 days wow. that we had zero rain, like none. Um, so Which you said is uncommon because it's like the rain. It is. The we we have, you know, we have a lot of rain, <laughs> you know, we, not a lot, but I mean, we have 
a substantial amount of, you know, amount of rain every year, enough to, you know, sustain us and keep the, the rivers flowing and, and whatnot. But that year, there was just none. It just did, it, it stopped raining in the spring and just did not rain um, until actually the night of the fires. That's what's crazy is the night of the fires, it did actually start raining. Um, but there were two boys that just went up to this, the Chimney Tops Trail, which is one of the most popular trails here in the Smokies. Um, it's just a two mile trail, but it's straight up a mountain. Um, it's a touristy trail. That's what we like to call it here. That's where all the, <laughs> that's where all the tourists go because it's, it's a short hike. Um, and they went up and they were playing with matches, apparently, um, and caught the area on fire, which was very easy to do at that time because it was pretty much a tinder box. I mean, it was just dry. There was nothing. A lot of the water sources along the AT had dried up. Um, even I had backpacked in September, and we were out for a couple of days, and we we ran out of water. Um, you know, the last six miles we hiked with no water, so it was it was pretty serious. It was some dire times, um, but anyway, that happened the day before Thanksgiving, and by that next Monday, um, the perfect storm just happened, and uh, we had these major winds come in. And um, they started with like 65 mile hour wind gust. Um, they got up to about 90 mile hour gust, and um, it just drove that fire straight down into town. And um, it devastated this wow. area. It took out over 2,500 structures. Wow. And then uh, 14 people did lose their life. And you said that th those are the people that were trying to get out. That those were... were the people that were trying to get. Um, out of their homes uh, and you all drove up here tonight today and you know what it's like so steep it's steep it's uh, very narrow and um, there's a lot of drop-offs <laughs> but just imagine doing that with the road on fire the, uh, the trees on both sides of you are just like wow you know and you can't see where you're going it's hot there were so many videos posted of people trying to get down it was just it just it just made my heart stop because I'm like, I could not do that. I would literally probably just sit in my car and just be like, take me now because yeah. I, can't, I, I can't do it. I don't know how they were doing it. But yeah, it it totally, it just devastated this, this region. And um, luckily the people that were fighting the fires did such a good job of saving Gatlinburg. Because if, if that had gone up... Because Gatlinburg is real tourist it is. driven town. That that is the main income of this region. Is to that's that's how the people live here. They bank on these tourists, you know. Um that's that's the main business here. Tourism, tourism, tourism. You know, I joke a lot about it just being t shirts and moonshine. Uh, <laughs> but, but there's so much more, you know. You know, we were talking about some of the things to do and you know, there's Dollywood, you know, in Pigeon Forge. There's we've got these big outlet malls, we've got, you know, um just different attractions and some big name people have come and built here, you know, like Paula Dean's built a big thing here. You know, Jimmy Buffett's got his he's got two hotels here. Um you know, Blake Shelton just opened up a big thing here. So it's a big deal. You know, the, we have tourists that come from all over. And to lose that in one night, mm -hmm. you know, wow. was devastating. And we do have a lot of people here who are, and we didn't talk about this, but who are immigrants that come here from Eastern Europe. Yeah. And so, you know, 
a lot of them they they were just totally left you know Mm -hmm. because they lost everything and had no insurance to cover that yeah so you were saying that Dolly's actually from Dolly Parton is actually from this area and I did from Sevier County yes and she is like I'm not you just can't say Dolly's name here without smiling there are three people you just don't talk about about in the state of Tennessee and that's (laughs) you know Peyton Manning (laughs) (laughs) Elvis Presley and Dolly Barton. You just, I mean, and she is just, she is a ray of sunshine to the state. She's someone who grew up in poverty and she made something of her herself, but she never forgot where she came from. And a lot of her family was affected by the fire, but she will tell you, these are her people. Everybody that lives through, these are her people. And she wants to take care of them. And so she graciously immediately set up a fund and um, anybody that was affected by the fires um, for six months, you know, she said she was going to give them a thousand dollars a month. And then the last month they went to pick up those checks. They kind of were getting their, their last thousand dollar check and it was a $5,000 check. Wow. And you know, and she's given so much, she's even done way more beyond that and helped them. Um, you know, she's helped um, a lot of people, get their houses, you know, build their houses back and, and just rebuild out of such ugliness. And and that's one thing I've noticed in the South is everyone's so giving, giving and just an open heart. Like it's, it's amazing. Like to see that, that, and that night, I guess I've never felt a sense of pride and community than I did that night because that night there were people all over Facebook, you know, if you need somewhere to stay, you know, come here. There was no, I don't care, you know, Politics was not brought into it. You know, there was no me, me, you know, I want something in return. It was all about just helping. We took care of ourselves, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, we, that's something we we pride ourselves on in the South. (laughs) I'll fix it. (laughs) I've got it. And we we pride ourselves on taking care of of our people. Yeah. And so that's. Don't never underestimate a big bubba in a pickup truck. We get stuff done. So, well, yeah, that's 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 something I love about living in the South. It's just how people are all about helping people. Yeah. Are you from the South originally? I am. I I actually I live in a little town called Morristown, which is probably about forty minutes from here. Um, but the smoke. I grew up like coming to the Smokies my whole life. I thought everybody lived like this. I love where I live now. When I live in Morristown, I can look one way and I see the Smoky Mountains. I look another way and I see the Cumberland Mountains. So I'm surrounded by mountains. I live in the valley. Um, And I love it. (laughs) I I left here. I went to Middle Tennessee to college and I stayed and I taught there for eight years. And I thought, this is just not home. You know, I need like to go back to the mountains because Tennessee's a, it's an odd state. <laughs> it's long and we, it's to each region. It's divided into three regions, east, middle, and west. And they're all very different. And middle Tennessee is very flat and hot. Yeah. And I just wanted to get back to the mountains. And so I moved back here about 10, 12 years ago and have no intentions of leaving. <laughs> so <laughs> I say that now, but something could happen. But yeah, I love I love living here. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. 
It is absolutely beautiful country out here. It is. Gorgeous. It is. And like I said, I thought everybody lived like this until yeah. I moved to Middle Tennessee. And I'm like, oh, they don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we would come and play in the My mom would come and bring us to a creek. And yeah. we'd hang Go out there. Fun. We thought we was at some kind of five-star water park. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought this is our place, ours. And we didn't need no fancy swimming pool. We had we had the Greek. Yeah, Greek drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, we are so glad that you are willing to be on our podcast. I'm and... excited. I've never been on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, I know, uh, speaking for now that we, I guess we're just section hikers and not the hikers, but... People really appreciate what you guys do here. So thank you for your oh, giving heart and willingness. And, to and we're looking help forward others. to pay it forward as well ourselves, Absolutely. you know. And when whenever you, um, you know, go for your AT, let us know. We'll join you for a section. I'm hoping so. Heck yeah. I'm hoping so. I'm a fat girl who's poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll, we'll make it happen. So. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I'm just excited to finally meet you all. Oh, oh likewise. So, you know, yeah. Little Sammy, he's doing awesome. We weren't sure how the meeting would go just because he was so um, out of his element on the trail. And, oh, he was back to his little self, happy to meet Jessica, friendly as all get out. He's just and... a typical, very excited greeting, jumping up straight up on all fours. <laughs> yeah, almost to her nose. Yeah. yeah. Trying to, <laughs> trying to face. say hello. Yeah. So he's Sammy's back to himself. I think he's napping right now as we're doing that. I might have to take him home with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, stay tuned for the next episode and follow us on all social media. And Unnamed Adventures. <laughs>